Welcome back to the Calgary Stampeders podcast. I'm Dave Rowe. Hey, in case you missed it, the Calgary Stampeders won the Grey Cup last weekend. How about that? That's big news in itself, but now that it's over and in the rearview mirror, the next headline is Calgary to host 2019 Grey Cup. Yep, we are going to be the Grey Cup city next year, and while we hope the Stampeders are in it, we are just hoping to have a big-time party the way Edmonton did. Edmonton, with their Grey Cup festival, really raised the bar as to what's expected out of a Grey Cup city, so Calgary is going to have some work to do. And to talk about that work, Jock Wilson caught up with Stampeders boss Mike Franco. Grey Cup 106 is in the books, and Stampeder fans, you know the drill. Your team are the champions. They go into Edmonton, into the Eskimos locker room, and, well, they they mess it up pretty good because uh, the Stampeders are the Grey Cup champions. And, and I'll say this. Because Grey Cup 106, yeah, the field, it kind of sucked at the end of the day, but the party was fantastic. And and that's where we want to go today on the Calgary Stampeder podcast, because it's a real pleasure to be joined by Mike Franco, Senior Director, Business Operations, Executive Committee Member for your Calgary Stampeders. Mr. Franco, have you survived Grey Cup 106, first of all? Yeah, we're uh, well. We're back in town, and the party's still going. But uh, you know what? What a, what a tremendous feeling! It was an, an unbelievable week up in Edmonton, and nothing better than when you get to come home champions. Well, I, I'm kind of guessing that maybe you didn't rock it quite as much as the players did, but you probably still had some fun. Yeah, I, I hope they enjoyed it more because they're the ones who went out and battled the hardest, so uh, they deserved it. But I think anybody who's connected with our organization, from a fan to any of our employees, uh, has relished this moment and enjoyed the, the last uh, 48 hours. Oh, for, for sure. And, and, and you know, it's interesting because even Dave Dickinson said, hey, it's not about redemption, it's about validation and just what this organization has done over the years. But hey, l- listen, let me ask you this, because you're obviously, uh, you know, front and center with Grey Cup 107, which is going to be right here in our city, McMahon Stadium. The Calgary Stampeders won the bid. They are the host. I I do think the overall party, the festival area, was outstanding in Edmonton. I I love the setup. I love the fact that they closed down Jasper Avenue. You know, I loved where they had their houses. I I loved, I I even like what the Stampeders did. You know, Stamps House, to me, has always been something building, building, and building. And this year at Hotel McDonald, I loved it. I thought it was was a very good setup. So uh, tell me what your takeaways were from from Edmonton's party. Party and what we might be able to steal here from Calgary. Yeah, yeah I will say uh, that the group up in Edmonton did an absolute wonderful job. Uh, Dwayne Manol, who is uh, uh, the executive director of the Grey Cup, he, he was uh, so good. Uh, Len Rhodes, uh, their president, and Brad Spurrow, their uh, chairman, they opened up the doors to us and they let us bring up a team. Uh, and learn every little bit and drink everything in that we could. Uh, so we can't thank them enough, enough because our goal is uh, to continue to build the great cups to make them bigger and bigger and better and better each year. Um, and I said, I thought the group at Edmonton single-handedly decided we were going to take great cup to another level this year. And they sure did it. So uh, I, I said to each of them after, we are gracious and thankful for their opportunity to get to work alongside them. But we also got a, a, a realization of how much work lies ahead of us 
because they did such a, a, a tremendous job at presenting that uh, Great Cup Festival. So, so how many people, how many, how many feet on the ground does it take to, to pull off a successful event like that? Because you, you mentioned some of the bigger names, but I've got to think with the volunteers and, and everything else from that standpoint, this is a, this is a big undertaking. Yeah, it, it it really is. It's such a major event for any city, uh, and the history behind it, it just really shows uh, how a community comes together. I, you're looking at probably somewhere between 1,200 volunteers um, that are going to get through everywhere from the airport to where you're having the festival uh, to all the different venues. And if you were down in Edmonton, you didn't have to walk very far before somebody was there friendly uh, offering some help and directing you where to go and what you needed to do. Um, and so that was wonderful. And, and you know, they, they figured they'll have 500,000 people over the course of that uh, Wednesday to Sunday that kind of gone through, went through that festival. So you start looking at the volume and, and scope of that, uh, that event, and it's, it's quite large. Does Calgary have, I think Calgary has more hotel rooms downtown than Edmonton, don't we? Yeah, I would say that's yeah. one advantage that we definitely have. Um, they were very, uh, very challenged for the number of hotels they needed in mm-hmm. those uh, specific areas. Calgary, I think we have a, um, a rich uh, abundance of it right now, which is really, really valuable because not only does it allow you to get uh, the the needs of the, the festival, the, the players and uh, the CFL staff and everybody that needs to come in, but you also have a ton of room to allow our fans traveling across country to get in and actually stay close by where uh, the festival activities are happening versus, uh, you know, even in Edmonton, our team was quite uh, distant from where uh, the activities were. So in Calgary, I think everybody would be much better and closer together. Okay. I didn't go on the zip line. Did you? (laughs) You know what, Jock? I said, you couldn't have paid me enough to go on the zip line, but uh, it's, Sure looked like a lot of fun. They uh, they did a tremendous job. I mean, the footprint they had and the activations from uh, the the smaller rides, the tube slide, which I probably could have done, uh, but uh, <laughs> the zip line and the bungee jump, I don't think you could have you could have got me out there. But those who did it sure looked like they had a good time. Is that something we could incorporate? I, I know you're you're going to outline all the or out outline all the plans a little bit later on. But you know, I I love the fact that they had the ski hill and they had the zip line and you know some of those interactive activities. And I, I see our, our footprint here, you know, with Stephen Avenue, with Olympic Plaza. I could certainly see that happening uh, in, in Calgary. Do you want to give us a little tease? Well, you know, it, 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 there's certainly areas that we're looking at. Um, you know, Edmonton was really the first ones to, to kind of grab that kind of a concept and bring it to the festival. I think the key message of what we're going to try to bring is um, the Great Cup for a lot of time, a lot of people has always been known as a great place as an adult party where there's uh, lots and lots to do mm-hmm. in the evenings. And, and I think it's important uh, that we connect with those younger fans and families and have something for kids and families to participate in. So we don't want anybody just coming down and looking at uh, a festival. We actually want them engaged into a festival. So not only do they have zip lining and ski jumps, but they had um, uh, a gaming uh, activation and gaming booths. They had lots of uh, family activities and a big tent. And so one of the things that we will definitely be bringing is an area and a, an opportunity for families to get down there and not just get there, but actually get involved and do something and participate and experience the Grey Cup Festival. So that's really where we're going from, whether that 
takes the form of those same types of activities or they take the form of something else. I, I think that's uh, what we're going to have our fans wait a little bit longer for <laughs> uh, before we release our, our full plan. But I, I think you can say that our goal is to take what we saw there and try to uh, and try to bring that same concept to Calgary. No, I, and I certainly understand that. And and I look back, what was it, nine years ago, Calgary last hosted, and, you know, there was some great activities, you know, down on Stephen Avenue Mall. And, and, and our city is really set up for that. You don't have to close off a major interfair like uh, like Jasper Avenue, you know, we can probably set up some of those great activities along Stephen Avenue Mall, maybe incorporate Olympic Plaza. I, I know you don't want to give it all away, but is, is that still sort of uh, the general thinking at this point? Well, uh, the, the beauty of Calgary is there are options uh, for us to bring different activations to different places. So we're currently looking for what's what's the best spot for us to do everything that we need to do um and we're we're lucky because we think that there are some good natural spots like mm. you said olympic plaza is obviously a key spot but we uh we're looking at the the footprint right now where we can bring in the absolute most and we also think it's important that we find spots where we can um protect yourself from the elements because, okay. uh, you know third week in november you really don't know what you're going to get edmonton um was really lucky they had uh, tremendous weather up there it was cold one of the nights but for the most part it was pretty mild mm-hmm. uh, for november and, and that makes it pretty easy to participate outside but we do need to be cognizant that our plan needs to prepare that geez you could have minus 20 weather and we don't want people staying at home uh, because it's cold so we want to make sure that we have a really nice mix uh, that allows people to still be participating no matter what happens with the weather. You know, Mike, that's a, that's an excellent point because you're right. Edmonton probably got a little bit lucky uh, with the weather. You just uh, you just never know from that perspective. I, I remember the 100th Grey Cup in Toronto, and and I thought, you know, hey, I, the last time they hosted wasn't that great, but the 100th Grey Cup was I thought was fantastic. I, I don't know if you had a chance to go check it out, but they had they had like three different venues, and they were using you know three different venues, and 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 they really did incorporate the whole city and because it was the 100th Grey Cup. It was fantastic. Could so what you're uh, and again, I, I know you're not going to give me everything here, but I'm thinking there could be maybe a couple of different venues in play. Yeah, you know what? I, I was not lucky enough to see the 100 Great Cup, okay. but I did see, you know, been participating in the last four. Um, what, what I think you can say is, I've, I've said this to all our team here, that, you know, Calgary started the Great Cup Festival. It really was Calgarians that mm-hmm. jumped on and went out there and started this. And uh, they were a traveling group that went and brought the Great Cup Festival to others. And I think we want to bring and celebrate that history. And so we could bring that same concept and um, go to different parts of the city, including Lethbridge, Mesonette, Banff, and bring in part of what we are. Uh, this is really, we think, Southern Alberta's game, uh, and Calgary's going to be the focal point for it. So we have a number of ideas, and we probably have more ideas than we're going to actually uh, <laughs> bring bring to light, but we're right now um, really in a spot where we, we took an operational team up there uh, and just drank it all in. And so now next week uh, we're actually doing our big debriefs, and so okay. we'll start trying to fine-tuning some more of the plan. But like you said, I mean, you saw a tremendous way to do it, and now we're going to take the good and the bad and uh, spill in our own ideas and really start to put... uh, put the meat on the bone, so to speak. Well, you know, and it's interesting, too, because it's a home great cup. It's in Calgary, and and Stamps House has grown over the last couple of years, and as I mentioned off the top, I I liked what you guys did this year at Hotel McDonald. I thought it was very, very good. The fact that you had Quick Six in there as well, you know, something you built. But, hey, I think Stamps House has to be the biggest house in Calgary. At least I'm hoping it'll be the biggest house in Calgary. 
Well, you're reading my mind. Uh, that's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's exactly what we think. I mean, you know what? Ryderville is always a big one. Spirit of Edmonton's a big one. And, and the Atlantic Schooners is only getting bigger. And I think in Calgary, it's going to be kind of special if they continue down the road that they're on right now with that team. Uh, 2019 will be a real special year for them as part of the Grey Cup. So um, we'll have lots of big parties, but we do think the Stamps House in Calgary should be the place to be, has a bit of that Western flavor. You're right. That was the best. I can't tell you how many people came up to me in Stamps House this year and said this is the best Stamps House they've ever been a part of. Fairmont was a a tremendous partner for us. Um, We had the dueling pianos in there. We had a lot of Western theme. We had our uh, alumni. Rocco was in there with Mm -hmm. JT and Jackie Kellogg, who got up on stage and really got uh, the fans going. We think we can bring so much of that uh, to Calgary. And, um, yeah, you're right. Stamps House is going to be the place to be, oh. in my opinion, when we do it. Well, no, no doubt about that. The economic impact, you know, I, I've been hearing some numbers out of Edmonton. Uh, what numbers are you hearing? Because I do think this has been a boost for Alberta, you know, with Edmonton hosting this year, Calgary hosting uh, next year. Uh, what sort of economic impact does it have on, on a city when you host the Great Cup? Yeah, you're talking about a lot of uh, visitors to your city. So Edmonton anticipated, I think it was close to 50, uh, somewhere between 30,000 uh, visitors that came to their city. Mm-hmm. Um, and a net inc- economic economic impact, sorry, it's going to reach about close to $100 million. Whew. That's uh, the range that we're, you know, I think in, in 09 in Calgary, we were talking around $65 million. So we hope we'll be in that same area. They have a, a bigger stadium than we do. We're going to play to a smaller capacity. So that will change the, uh, the ratio a little bit, but we still think we're going to bring in a lot of people to Calgary and to Alberta. We, again, we think uh, if you're coming to Calgary, you should be checking out Banff while you're here. So we think the impact into the province is, is going to be pretty big. Uh, I would say somewhere in that 75 to $100 million. Obviously an opportunity. You know, if the Calgary Stampeders could defend on home soil, you know, in their home dressing room, it would be fantastic. I guess, I guess you could also look at it from the other perspective saying, my goodness, now there's more pressure on you guys to do it. Well, you know Huff and Dave pretty well, and I'm not sure that they shy away from any challenge. So uh, clearly, that would be um, that would be so special uh, when you think about the opportunity to do that. Um, I kind of laugh because I know it wouldn't matter where you played that game. Dave and Huff uh, will build a plan and a strategy to get us there, yeah. no matter what. And it would only make it more special. I think for our fans, would be just just remarkable uh, to have that especially having seen it, what we just went through. Uh, I, the league kind of already said to me, geez, you know, there's a lot more that goes into this. If you have to, if you play the week before as the Western final, I said, well, get prepared to do the work because that's our goal and that's our plan. We're going to play the Western final and then we want to play in the, in the Grey Cup game. So, we're expecting to do more work than you would normally do because that's what we want our team to deliver. And, and Mike, it's interesting because even though, you know, the Eskimos weren't in the game and didn't even make the playoffs, I don't, you know, yes, it, it probably hurt a little bit with the Eskimo fans, but, you know, Edmontonians still came out and support and supported. And I, and I, and I know Calgary fans would do the same thing, God forbid, if the, the team's not in it. Yeah, you know what? The one thing about Grey Cup that I, I, I mean, I honestly I probably haven't been to enough things uh, but from a sport perspective, I I just see if you're a fan of that sport, you show up at the biggest game, whether your team's in it or not. And at Stamps House, you've got Ryder fans and Hamilton fans and BC fans and Edmonton fans all in the same little area. And you can be 
arms around each other and having a great time. And, and it brings all fans together. And I think you're disappointed. The, the Edmonton fans, I'm sure, were disappointed when their team didn't qualify for the playoffs. But once they got over that, they sure embraced it. And they came out. They were great hosts to us. I will say there was quite a while there that um, I'm not sure they were cheering for Ottawa, but I know they weren't cheering for us all the time. Uh, but that was okay. <laughs> that, that that made it fun, and uh, they were great, great hosts. ABC always bet yeah. on Calgary. I, I hey, I yeah. saw that. I saw that sign at the at the rally. But uh, anyway, Mike. Uh, so, so before I let you go. And I've really enjoyed your time here, and I've tried to get a little bit of information out of you, and I know there's only so much you can share. So with the league, when will you be rolling out? Like, what's the game plan in 2019 to roll out some of the big announcements just to create the buzz? Well, we're, we really are using Edmonton as the model. Okay. And so we've actually even used, uh, we'll have uh, Dwayne Vanell, who is their executive director, is kind of uh, playing a bit of a role with us. So he's going to help us in a lot of ways. So we're going to have some consistency there. Um, and, w- and when you look at it, that really started in um, in January. They launched their official plan and they uh, did a, co- a press conference to say, here's what the plan looks like. And uh, we're really trying to to mirror that same type of plan. And then with that, also talked more about when tickets, when fans could get tickets, which really uh, the general public was uh, just through June and uh, season ticket holders were getting the first option at that. So our campaign for the next uh, few months is really going to be about uh, uh, season tickets. We think fans should come out and join us all season long because we think we put a great product together out there, and you're going to enjoy the journey. And so fans right now can jump on and and get uh, season tickets, which guarantees them access to the Grey Cup. And then the general public would be able to buy tickets uh, about the start of June. So those are the plans. January would be kind of the launching point, and then everything works towards that June date of uh, announcing our tickets. Hey, Mike, uh, this has been fun. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks for joining us in the Calgary Stampeder podcast. John, thanks as always for all you do and waving that Stamps flag so proudly like you do. That's all we have this time around. Thanks for joining us on the Stampeder Podcast. Remember, you can find us at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and tune in. Please take some time out if you can to rate the podcast. If you like what you hear, tell a friend about it. And also, why don't you drop us an idea about a future podcast? Because we'd love to hear what you want to hear. For Jock Wilson, I'm Dave Rowe, and this is the Calgary Stampeder Podcast.